Good evening and welcome to the broadcast. And as you just heard, it is time for Talking Points. Last Friday, yours truly went to the hospital because something had happened that required immediate attention. What caused it is anybody's guess. What happened is this. I had a roughly five centimeter in diameter uh, mass in my left breast right behind the left breast nipple. And uh, let's say, let's just say this is not easy for me to, to bring up because, well, one, it's disgusting. And two, it's, uh, well, disgusting. But something had to be done. So a thoracic surgeon, uh, using a local, numbed the area, and boy, did he have to use a lot of that stuff. So he drained out mostly blood and some pus, which I know, like I said, very disgusting to hear, but it had to be done. Now, what caused it is still a mystery, but what came out of that doctor's mouth after he put me back together, so to speak, and uh, put the bandage on there and so forth, was something that, for us guys, is something we don't hear very often. I mean, when it comes to us, the male species. Well, here's what the doctor said to me. And uh, tomorrow, I have to meet with my primary care physician. And uh, this is going to really suck, because this is a conversation I'm not looking forward to having with my doctor about me. The possibility that there may be cancer involved. Now, let me just explain to you something. Uh, cancer in my family is there. Uh, my grandmother died of lung cancer. My mother it was a breast cancer survivor. What the doctor said to me shocked me so much that I literally didn't know what to say. I don't even remember what I said. I honestly don't remember what I said to this doctor after he said, when you see your primary care physician on Tuesday, tell her to schedule a mammogram for you immediately. I was like, I'm, even after Friday, here it is, what, Monday, and I'm still shocked by this amazing statement from this doctor. I've been going through some emotional ups and downs. I've been on an emotional roller coaster because I know that with a family history of cancer, you know, the possibilities, rare as they are for men, is there. Now, guys, let me, let me just explain something to you. It is possible for men to get breast cancer. It's rare, but it does happen. And when a doctor says to you to get a mammogram, I know you're probably, like most guys, you know, I, I don't know if I laughed or not. I just don't remember what I said. That's how much of a shock it was to me to hear the word mammogram being said to me. So let me point out something here. The stats are low enough when it comes to male breast cancer cases that it is something, you know, most guys are going to sit there and laugh off. You know, they're going to be like, come on, Doc, really? <laughs> a mammogram, right? Oh, 
Sure, I'll I'll do I'll I'll be a, yeah, why not? Sure, I'll I'll get that done. And some guys will actually blow it off. There are men like me, I'm a typical guy, who will blow it off if that's the direction we want to go. But I'm not blowing this off. And I'll tell you why. Because of the fact that cancer runs in my family based on mom and grandma, okay? The, ver- the very idea that a man can get breast cancer I mean, let's face it, we ain't exactly uh, Dolly Parton when it comes to our boobs, but we got them. We have them. I mean, you look in the mirror when you get done taking a shower, you can't help but notice the son of a bitches are there. Flat as a board on some, fatty tissue for others like me. And look, I'm going to tell you something straight out of... Uh, the insanity playbook, what ran through my head all weekend is the worst-case scenario. Get the exam done and then get told by the doctor, I have some bad news for you. You have breast cancer. Those are the words I dread hearing. Those are the words I really do not want to hear. But, you see, in in 12-step recovery, we're told very often, don't project. Well, like I've said in 12-step recovery over the years, I wasn't born with a take-up reel on the back of my skull, so obviously projecting is not an option. But with this, just the mere mention of getting a mammogram test um, scares the fuck out of me, okay? It does. It scares me to death because I know there may be a possibility. And then again, there may not be. You know, I'm, the doctor may look at me after I get that test taken and go, well, George, you're good. We found nothing. Now, I hear those words. I'm going to be smiling from ear to ear, and I'm going to be sitting there looking at the doc going, Doc, let me buy you a drink. It'll be coffee, but I'll still buy the doctor a drink. The fact is, I don't know what the future brings. And I've been projecting the worst-case scenario since Friday. I don't know what to expect. And that's something, guys, that we as men can safely say we excel at. We excel at not knowing what to expect when it comes to us. The male species. I mean, let's face the reality, okay? Us guys, we're supposed to be macho, we're supposed to be tough, rough, gruff, and guys like, you know, that don't just give a fuck, all right? But guess what, guys? We're also human beings. I hate to say it, but I'm not looking forward to this test. It is going to be difficult. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what a mammogram machine looks like, and quite frankly, I don't think I want to know. You know. They say that there may be some pain involved. Hey, as long as you're not trying to kill me, Fine. Let it hurt a little. I want to know what's going on. Now, the doctor at the hospital Friday took a culture of what was in there. That's why the doctor feels I need a mammogram. And I started working up this whole thing in my head, and it's still there. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I am scared. I'm fucking scared to death of what might get said to me. But guys, I'm going to tell you something. I've also 
been sober going on 27 years. Before I got sober, I didn't listen to doctors because I didn't go to doctors. Oh, sure, I went to the emergency room. I remember one time, drunk off my ass, trying to get a knife back from a friend of mine, and, well, that friend of mine decided to play all kinds of shitty games, and he sliced my right arm a little bit. Didn't feel anything. You know, that's saying no sense, no feeling when you're under the influence. Yeah, well, my cousin, who lives down in South Carolina, at the time lived here in New York. And what do you think he had to do? We had to put a tourniquet on the damn wound, put me on the back of his Harley, and and let me tell you something, that was no easy ride. (laughs) He took me up to the hospital where I ended up getting sewn up. Needless to say, I drank more that night than I did the whole afternoon. But I can safely say I didn't feel any pain, literally. I'm not proud of what I did, but it happened. So, guys, look, I'm going to be blunt. If your doctor tells you because you got something, you know, like a mass or something that built up on your tit and it was hurting like a son of a bitch and you get it drained and packed with antibiotic gauze and all this other shit like I did, and the doctor says to you, I took a culture, I think you ought to, as a precaution, go and get a mammogram, especially if your family history has cancer in it, and one of those cancers is breast cancer. Again, guys, it can affect men too. It's rare, but it does happen. Early detection in any cancer means treatment, and survival. Now, I'm going to be honest, because that's all I can be. Do I really want to do this? Fuck no. But I have to. And tonight, I hope that this Talking Points really helps someone, man or woman. Because let's face it, breast cancer is more common with women than men. But the fact is, men can get it too. All right? And I've been doing some research on this. I don't have the actual stats in front of me. I'm going to look those up again. I should have saved them, but I didn't, like a dummy. Of course, that emotional roller coaster doesn't help. But I'll look those up while someone is talking to me on the phone lines, and uh, I will get the rough estimate stats. Anyway, hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast everywhere around the world on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. Okay. Whoops. Let's see. My mic stand, my, my portable mic stand broke. So I'm not. So I had to. I had to use the uh, desk mount. Um, for those of you watching on the video platforms, I will be able to see your chat, even though on my side it says everything's offline. It's not offline. I checked all my video plats, and they are working. 
I just can't chat from the software. So if I'm going to respond it to you, it's going to be verbally. And if you're wondering what this blue thing on my neck is, I'll show you. I got this at Big Lots. Come on, fingers. It's one of those, pull it over your head as tight as it is, slip it down around your neck, and then pull it up over your nose, and then adjust it. It's a face covering that I actually I don't fog up my glasses with. And we data hit in the head. And this one is a thermal deal. Now check this out. I'll take this, right? I can take this, run it under some water, wring it out good, put it over my head, pull it up over my face, and for two hours it'll keep my keep my neck and face cool. I could live with that. Now, of course, I don't need this thing on while I'm doing the show here. I'm in, the, I'm in my studio. So I keep it around my neck in case I have to go out and about and take care of business. Folks, I'm going to tell you something right now, something I did not say in my talking points. Or maybe I did, and I just don't remember saying it. Fear can be a great motivator. Fear can motivate you to do things uh, in a positive way, and it can motivate you to do shit in a negative stance. Trust me when I tell you, when that doctor told me that I had to, that I'm going to have to get a mammogram, boy, I wanted. You, you know, the first thing I wanted to do, because I thought he was joking. I wanted to sit there laughing. No laughing matter. Draining blood and a small amount of pus out of my left tit was not exactly what I had in mind for a Friday night. I actually had something else planned for Friday night, which got ruined. I was actually going to sit back in front of my nice big smart TV, and I was going to sit back in my house in front of that nice smart TV turn on Netflix, and Star Trek my ass out the door. Didn't get to do that. What are you going to do? Am I scared? You better fucking believe it. Only a fool fails to admit they're, they're afraid. Only a fool fails to admit they're scared. Just hearing that that just being told that I would have to that I have to schedule this test. I don't there's really no choice in the matter. I know it sounds crazy. I know there's some guys that are probably listening to this going, he's joking with us. He's just fucking with us. No, I'm not. You think this is a joke? This bandage on my on my on my left tit says a whole fucking lot. So 
trust me, it ain't no fucking joke. Three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. Until further notice, by the way, before I go to Gunslinger, who's on the phone line with me. Uh, until further notice, Firefox News Online will only broadcast for two hours a night. And as a result of this situation, I may have to cut back to two days a week per the doctor's instructions. I'm going to confirm that with my present, you know, with my primary care physician just to be on the safe side. But the thoracic surgeon who did, who, who, who operated on me, advised me to uh, take time off from, he told me to just take time off period from the broadcast. I can't do that. I can cut back the days and the hours, but I'm not stopping altogether. Right now, I'm going to keep it this week on the four nights a week. If anything changes, I will post it on the social media platforms, Facebook, MeWe, Gab, and Parler. And I will even send out an email to those of you I send a private email to regarding this broadcast. And I encourage everyone that gets an email from me personally, from the production company email, to please open that email, check it, to make sure to, to see if there's any uh, special notations written in there. Okay? So please be sure to do that. That's all I, I, I would appreciate it. And speaking of appreciating things, hello, fellow yo yo. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's up? Is my mic sounding okay? Uh, talk to me. I had to turn my speaker up. Uh, testing, one, two, three, one, two, three. It sounds okay. You sound uh, uh, a tiny bit, you know, uh, distant. It sounds like you're in, in, a, in, a, in a, you're slightly away from, you're, it sounds like you're further away from the mic than, you, than normal. Well, I'm actually it's not outside that bad, on the porch. I mean, is it just, come again? I'm outside on the porch. Oh, you're outside on the porch. Enjoying some fresh air. Cool. Sure. And above. Let those damn June bugs get in the act because they they are a pain in the ass from the way you talk about them. Yeah, they are. It's summer, so my bugs are after above me going zap, zap, zip, zip. I can hear it now. <laughs> How about that? Is that better? You mean I'm going to be hearing zap, zap, zap tonight? Yeah, probably, yeah. It's working over Yes, folks. He's gonna be he's gonna be sitting there with his bug zapper and the bugs are gonna be going. <laughs> you know what I should do? I should get a I should take a, a part of another one bites the dust. Take that line, put it in a loop, and go another one bites dust, another one bites dust. You know, have it go looping like that every time I hear a I bug zap and just do it. I like the I like the big juicy fucking bugs because they they do a smoke trail that's pretty pretty. 
you know, they're sitting there zzzzing on the, on the little wires and the nice pretty smoke trail. Really interesting to watch. <laughs> Just call me old spark. Oh, wait a minute, I am. I'm a <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> well, Cherokee Rose watching on Twitch. I told you, know, I was telling about the um, the face covering that I have now, right? And she says, wow, that's great, especially with summer coming. We'll keep you cool for about two hours. That's how long that's how long the cool the cool effect will last. But even still, it'll you know, it's 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 great. And it'll be nice in the wintertime because I can cover my face with it so I don't feel the cold on my face as much. So that's a that's a benefit right there. And uh thanks, Cherokee Rose. Cherokee Rose says praying for you, George. You will be okay. I wish I could be that sure. I really do. It's the not knowing that scares the fuck out of me. Now, let me see here. If I can actually type, it'll be nice. Okay. Now, again, as I said, it's it's rare for guys. But Listen to this very carefully. Breast cancer in men is a rare disease. Less than 1% of all breast cancers occur in men. In 2021, about 2,650 men are expected to be diagnosed with the disease, and an estimated 530 men are expected to die from breast cancer. For men, the lifetime risk of being diagnosed with breast cancer is about one in 833. And that's according to a website called breastcancer.org. And that stat came out back in February. As I said, you know, men are, we men are, 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 the kind of you know, we're, we're, for us guys, it's you know just hearing that we have we may have uh, polyps that got removed and stuff, which is all well and good. But when we get told, you know, that we have a a particular form of cancer, you know, any guy who says they're not they're not scared or any guy that that sits there and says it's no big deal, no, well, it is a big deal, especially when you got to go for the treatments. I have been holding on to the hair I've got on my head for as long as humanly possible. If I get told I got to go through chemo and radiation, 
I'm going to lose my hair. And I don't, I don't, I would, I, I do, I don't think I would look very good bald. Although it would be interesting. I think I did a, a, a selfie pic of me with bald, with a bald head. And I, I looked like Mr. Clean on steroids. But Gunslinger, this is something, uh, you know, that for, for, for us, for for uh, for for men it's a very very uh rare occurrence but it it does happen and the stats even show that um <clears throat> And by the way, joining us via Twitch is Iggy Mom. Hello, Iggy. I'm just busy fighting bugs. I identify as a bug now. I can't get it. I identify as a bug. Thank you. You identify as a bug. You know what I identify? I identify as me. That's all there is to it. <laughs> I am me. That's all there is to it. So there. All right. Let's get this this party started. Uh, wait a minute. And Cherokee Rose says hi, G Slinger. Let's see here. Time to go to the first item on the docket. Well, folks, this story coming out of Michigan. Michigan lawsuit shows evidence of election fraud, electronic vote tampering. Ooh, the gift that keeps on giving. And uh, this is going to be, you know, I'm, I, I was rather surprised to see this because I didn't expect to see anything about the about election fraud coming up anytime soon. But Michigan attorney Matthew DiPerno filed a lawsuit challenging voter fraud and electronic meddling in with 2020 elections in his state. Our states give access to people to the qualified voter rolls, DiPerno explained. We believe that the state of Michigan has given over 32 groups access to the qualified voter roll. The lawsuit, filed last week, is based off several forensic reports. These reports revealed thousands of ballots were illegally cast for Joe Biden and there was electronic manipulation of votes. DiPerno found more than 66,000 unregistered ballots were counted in nine Michigan counties. The suit also cited a forensic, a forensic analysis by James Penrose, who 
found voting machines illegally used wireless technology to transmit vote totals to third parties. That includes Rock the Vote, the Clinton campaign, and all of those people have access to the voter roll and can make changes to it at any time, DiPerno said. Add people to it, take people out during the election, the night of the election, the day after the election. DiPerno also cited a report by Cyber Ninjas who found Dominion voting machines in Antrim County provided unauthorized access to third parties, allowing vote tallies to be changed in real time. He added this could be direct evidence of votes being switched from President Trump to Biden by foreign countries and Democrat operatives in Washington. Based on data, we believe we can identify foreign connections to the particular MAC or IP addresses in particular country in particular counties across the state. Interference, foreign interference, even domestic interference from DC, DePerno explained. Certain people making attacks on counties on election day hitting particular targets and firewalls. Additional evidence by Allied Security Operations Group also cited in the lawsuit found Dominion machines in Michigan were designed to create systemic fraud and change election outcomes. They all have the same vulnerabilities that we found. They have the same back doors that we've found, DiPerno said. They're designed intentionally to allow for this type of problem. There's no reason you couldn't create or design a system that is secure. The lawsuit contains dozens of pages of data from Michigan voting machines, including unauthorized software and the fragments of code that were arguably compromised. DiPerno said this lawsuit will start a a domino effect exposing election fraud in other states and show that Joe Biden's purported victory was illegitimate. We've been saying it on this broadcast, folks, since Election Day 2020. Been saying it, been saying it, been saying it. And the mainstream media keeps saying, there was no voter fraud, no election fraud. Really? The evidence keeps mounting up. Gunslinger, what do you think, man? Well, you know, as the old saying goes, and we've always said this before, I told you that, you know, I've been saying this for years, there are ways in the system, right? Be it by design or be it not by design, right? You can get in. Just you just—they just proved it right there. Okay, back doors. Ooh, wonderful. And I ain't talking what what sexual things. I'm talking back doors in electronic devices, computers in particular, voting machines. Wow. Okay, they can be got. Okay, 
because if it uses electronic, uses power, uses the internet, uses wireless technology, I don't care what kind of technology it is, you can get into it if you're smart enough. Now, your everyday Joe is probably not going to do it. Okay, but you've got these fucking hackers out there. What, what do you think a hacker does? They hack. Okay? <clears throat> I mean, they got fucking lines of code that would choke a fucking dinosaur if they could get into these systems. Okay? Nothing is secure. Always remember that. Nothing. It, I, I was, when I logged on the Skype here with the, with my laptop here, okay, um, had a had a Windows update two or three days ago. All of a sudden, my camera's on. I didn't tell them motherfuckers to turn this goddamn camera on, okay? So I had to go in there and fix to go into settings. I turned it off in Skype, and I got to go in there in the settings and make sure it's disabled, which I had it. Just suddenly, uh, there you go. You own candy camera. Now, isn't that convenient? Okay. Of course, you're, looking, you're talking about Microsoft. But, um, like I said, anything is hackable. Anything is, you can get into it. I learned that in the first days of when I went to electronics school for two days. Or two, days, two years. Two-year degree. Electronics and computer technology. At the time, 84, 85. Uh... Just because it's off doesn't mean necessarily that it's off. Okay. And they proved it. Okay, there it is. Okay, all these votes, all these things, pharmacy flying through the air with the greatest of ease. Okay, where'd it come from and where'd it go? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, yeah, that surprised me. No. <clears throat> Was we saying this all along? Yeah. But did we say that, well, the only way they can win is cheat? Guess what? They cheated. Cheat, cheat, cheat. Whether it's, you know, by, well, by whatever votes and whatever cheating method that they can come up with. Actually, they came up with a few good ones. A few complicated ones, you know, electronically speaking. But they're being exposed. But, like I said, what good is it going to do? <laughs> okay. The Sleepy Joe and the hoe is still in so supposedly command. Yeah, command of what? Uh, we're still the laughing stock in a fucking country. The border is now wide open. The border wall is not being completed. Um, uh, Sleepy Joe's pissing Russia and China off. What else could happen? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never seen a more ridiculous situation than uh, I'm seeing here. You know, it, it's like, how do you, how do you really uh, expect people to trust the system if the system can be manipulated in the way that it has? Okay? I mean, look at the, look at the, Look at the groups. There are 32 groups that are given access to the qualified voter rolls, according to this report, in the state of Michigan. All right? And listen to, listen to who's, who, who's, who's involved there. It includes Rock the Vote, the Clinton campaign. Okay? And all these people have access 
to the voter roll and can make changes to it at any time. Add people to it. Take people out during the election, the night of the election, the day after the election. I got a message for the mainstream media motherfuckers that think that it can't happen. Well, guess what? If there's evidence proving beyond a reasonable doubt that it happened, somebody is in a lot of trouble because that shit don't fly. And uh, I don't know because they swore the bastard in on January 20th. I don't know if 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 it if it's discovered in other states the same way as Michigan. I don't know how they're going to how that is going to affect everything he's done since he's been in and how that's going to cha- and how things can change. I don't know if, if there's even a chance of that, you know? You know what I'm saying, Gunslinger? Well, since the, um, you know, the idiots in the Supreme Court, they have no balls now, okay? They could have took up the situation right then and there, and there was enough evidence then, you know, by presentation of the evidence, they could have found voter fraud and terminated it right there, had a recall, whatever, whatever they needed to do. But because them dumb fucks on that Supreme Court is a bunch of goddamn spineless, pussy, ballless motherfuckers, look what they did. They sat there and did nothing. So I don't care if all fucking states found fucking voter fraud. Oh, let's go to the Supreme Court. Yeah, uh, I think they did. And guess what? They refused to hear the fucking case. Now, remember this, a constitutional issue. I think that the presidency of the United States is a very good constitutional issue, which should be priority one at the top of their fucking list. We do still have a constitution, I think. At least the last time I checked. So if there's any discrepancy, who has the authority to change it? The Supreme Court. They're the highest court in the entire land, short of God. Them son of a bitches backstabbed President Trump, okay? And that goes for even the ones that Trump's uh, appointed. They could have done something, okay? But they just went along with it. Like, oh, well, so what? No big deal. It's done. So, and how is this, you know, even if they did find all these states with, with voter fraud, Who's, who, who's going to change it? Who, who? I sound like a goddamn owl. Who, who? Who's going to do anything about it? <laughs> Go ahead. That's, that's the, that is the, the $64 million question. Now, this, this lawsuit is going through the court system. If they're successful in their lawsuit... What does that mean for the 2020 election as far as that is concerned? Okay? And how will other states 
respond. Okay? Because now we're talking about a situation where if voter fraud has been discovered in Michigan, okay, and it's been proven, and uh, DePerno is successful in winning his lawsuit, that could spell major problems for the Democrats. Major problems. Okay? Now, remember I said they wouldn't be able to pull this off a second time? Because of this lawsuit, and if, as I said, he's successful, then it is very unlikely they'll try it again because they know they've been caught. And look who's involved in, in amongst those groups. The Clinton campaign. Kind of makes you wonder, doesn't it? Kind of makes you wonder. Well, in my opinion, I think they will try again. Because they know this time they've got away with it, been exposed. It's like a it's like you go into a dark room that's that's uh, that's loaded with cockroaches. Okay, you flip on the light and they scatter. Well, this time they're not scattered. Okay, they're 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 hanging in there. I mean, if they did it once, you know how Democrats are fucked up, fucked in the head, with no brain cells to boot. So they, yeah, they'll try it again. Just like a rabid dog. If the rabid dog bites something, don't you think it's going to bite something else? Uh, yeah. Hopefully it's not you, okay? But if you want to stand in front of the motherfucker, and he's already bit uh, Joe Bo over here, uh, well, what's what's stopping him from biting you? <laughs> Nothing, okay? Just like the Democrats. Democrats are just the same thing as a rabid fucking dog. They have been infested with liberalism, well, Democrats already, okay? And they have gone completely batshit crazy. So, yeah, they'll, they'll try it again. You betcha. Didn't I say a long time ago or a few months ago that if this shit is not fucking stopped, if this shit is not corrected, they'll do it again? Why not? Stupid does, stupid does, don't it? Go ahead. Granted, you know, they are, they are the stupidest bunch of fools I ever saw in my life. There, there's a, there's, an, there's a, a, certain, um, a certain degree of insanity that says we did it once, we got away with it, but now it's it's being uh, it's it's being it's being uh, basically told in no uncertain terms. Whoops, we don't dare try it again because we got caught, and if we try it again. The Ameri- and 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 we managed to succeed uh, doing it again. There's going to be way too many questions. The American people are going to go ballistic because that that says to the American people, the, your vote doesn't ma- doesn't matter because we can we 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 can take your vote, and you voted for candidate A. 
no, you, we wanted you to vote for candidate B, so we're going to switch it to candidate B and say, fuck you, <laughs> that's the way it is. Well, it, just real, just that kind of shit, what's the point of even voting? Well, that's true. Well, you know, just, just real quick, you know that, uh, that that blonde singer, Britney Spears, oh, what a hot babe, she's my babe. But remember, she did a, she did a song that's, that was titled, I Did It Again. But that's okay. Hmm. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> not not exactly. Uh, you know, how can I put this? Not exactly. You know, the, the the kind of song you want ringing in your head. But uh, well, she can ring in my head anytime she wants to. <laughs> Well, I don't know about that, but it is what it is. All right. 865 area code. Go ahead. Hello, George. All right. What's on your mind, caller? Do you remember the 865 area code by any chance? Do you remember me? If you haven't been here in a long time, couldn't begin to guess. Been a minute indeed. Four years, I believe. Well, it's been a while. Not ringing a bell? What's on your mind? Oh, well, I was just looking in and just want to start off by saying um, no, I, I understand where you guys are coming from. I understand what you're saying, but I don't, I don't like the idea of not voting. I understand that democracy is fucked right now, okay? But the idea of not participating just feeds into what they want, and it feeds into this division. It's fucked. But you hear what I'm saying? Well, caller, let me put this to you, okay? And I think I, I, I think you might you might you might agree with me. You might not. I don't know. But if if the voter fraud is is being found out the way it is, if if this attorney, uh, DiPerno, like I said a moment ago, is successful in his lawsuit, uh, I mean, we're talking about uh, some thirty-two groups. Uh, that have access to, to qualified voter rolls, okay? And among those, again, is Rock the Vote and the Clinton campaign, to say, just to name a couple. And if they have access to the voter rolls, they can make changes, like it says here in the article. They can make changes to it at any time. Add people to it, take people out during the election, the night of the election, the day after the election. It's like... What what is the what is the end game here? I mean, you know, I understand where Gunslinger is coming from. With you know, in, in what he said, um, that he thinks that they'll try it again. But if if it's if it's if this turns out to to be a successful lawsuit, and I and I hope it is, I hope they are successful uh, in in this lawsuit. 
it could motivate other states to finally dig even deeper. And if the other states have done forensic analyses of these Dominion voting machines, like, like Michigan has done, well, somewhere along the line, you have to ask yourself, will the, why would the Democrats risk trying to pull another stunt like they did in 2020? Because it, well, it just doesn't make sense to me that they would even attempt that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, they damn near tried in 2016 as well. There were, there were records of dead voting then as well. Well, thankfully, 2016, they weren't successful. Okay? Thankfully, Donald Trump was able to be elected president of the United States. It was the re-election that they found they could do all this illegal manipulation. Okay? What I found interesting is through the four years that Donald Trump was in the White House, they tried everything, everything they could think of to get him out of there, and nothing worked. So the only thing they had left was cheat. Lie, cheat, and ultimately steal the election. And if the, so, if, if the Michigan lawsuit is successful, I have a feeling others might be too, and it's a snowball effect. I think the one you know that has the best chance of being successful is um, the Pennsylvania one. The Pennsylvania one's really interesting to look at because of how that one, I believe there was um, debate over how late they could accept the mail-ins. I believe that one has the best chance. I know some of them are ongoing. They don't have Giuliani on the case anymore, correct? No. No, they don't. Okay. Well, personally, I think that's a good thing. All of, all of the lawsuits, everything that he tried – had already gone through the system. Okay. Um, personally, I think that's a good thing. I think he, if, if the former president could get, um, say, more of a, I guess, a silent, silent but deadly team on the case, and I feel as if that's what they're working on right now, I think that would just be better. When you say silent but deadly team, how how do you how, in what way do you mean that? I mean, my main problem with um, Giuliani, I get they wanted to advocate for it. I get that they wanted because they were running out of time before um, the inauguration. But I feel as if a team that can because there's no no disrespect to Giuliani whatsoever, but he's kind of is somewhat gone downhill since his days as, um, you know, the mayor of New York City. You know, that was obviously at its height. You know, that's his political peak. But what I'm saying is I like the – I just like the idea of them moving. Because it's not like it's hard for them to move in silence with the way that obviously no – no media source is going to pick up on this. I mean, that's not going to happen, okay? They haven't said shit about the election other than 
um, you know, these, they just keep saying these claims are baseless. They're proven baseless, or it's been been debunked. That's all they said. I think if they can get some of these more quiet and just like these cases to get moving underground, you know, behind the scenes. I just think that's going to be more beneficial because the more pressure that these courts feel um, from um, legislatures and um, bureaucrats and the media, I feel like that's going to be worse for the case of Mr. Ford. If that makes any sense. Well, I, I think this is this is the way I the way I the way I look at it right now. Right now, Michigan is the, is, is the lawsuit that, that, that's making more of the headlines than right now Pennsylvania. We haven't heard anything more about the Pennsylvania suits, so we don't know where, where they stand. We don't even know if, 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 they're, if they're still running in the courts uh, yeah. with any certainty. Uh, so if Michigan... If if if, a, if this attorney DePerno, like I said, is successful at, at 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 winning his lawsuit, that could encourage other states to do the same. Now, uh, a view a viewer on Twitch TV, uh, Cherokee Rose, said that Arizona is going to have audits. Republicans have fought for this, Aud- and this is audits of the votes. So. There's there's an audit that's going to take place with Arizona, and hopefully, very hopefully, uh, Arizona uh, is able to if they if there are voter irregularities or election irregularities, <laughs> tongue tied irregularities or both, uh, that's going to go a long way. And if the other states that have election and or voter irregularities start doing what this attorney is doing, because I firmly believe that an audit of the votes is all well and good, but but if there's evidence, if there is solid evidence, proof positive, beyond a reasonable doubt that these groups were involved in other states and in counties of, of other states, in doing the same thing that was done in Michigan, if the if the machines had been manipulated in such a way as to allow gr- these groups to make these changes that DePerno talked about uh, that happened in Michigan, I got a feeling that the 2020 election is is, is going to be completely. Uh, it's going to be it, 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 the the whole thing is going to look in the Biden camp as being fraudulent. Now, what does that mean if 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 everything if everything goes in Trump's favor all these months later? Biden's been sworn in. He is the supposed president. Problem is, if he's been inaugurated, what's the, what are the chances of getting him and Kamala Harris out 
if Trump is proven once and for all that that he was the actual winner of that ele- of the 2020 election, it's going to mean chaos far more yeah, in this country than ever that, before. Yeah, the unfortunate reality of that is um, I'm not exactly sure as to what powers they would have since he's already been sworn in. Because um, obviously, I mean, it, everything is so so. Um, partisan, I don't think that neither the, because obviously there are members of the Senate and there are members of the House of Reps that know what's going on. They're these elitists. They know how the system works. They know what happened. They know they know how the election went, and they're, they're not going to be able to remove him no matter how they want to keep this sense of self-righteousness. They can't let this they can't let their personality down. The personality that they put up is not only so far to the left, but it's also so anti-Trump. And they want to say that he's anti-democracy, but in reality, they know what happens. They knew what happened. Well, let me let me put put this out there. And I, I, I I'm not sure if if it can be done or not. I don't know the way to because. To my knowledge, nothing like this has ever happened in our in our country until the 2020 election. As far as a massive fraudulent action being taken to steal an election, all right. Look okay. at the look at look at the the, the possibilities here. Okay, yes, Biden was sworn in. But if it's proven beyond any reasonable doubt that now his entire election and inauguration were done under his inauguration was done, was based on on fraud, this is what I I would think the process would be. He would have to Step down. He would have to. He would have to leave the office. Both him and Kamala Harris would have to. Di- would have to step down. They wouldn't. They wouldn't even have to resign necessarily. Okay, but they would have to step down because the person who actually won the election would have to be sworn in, and that would be Donald Trump. And of course, his running mate at the time, Mike Pence. Uh, uh, I'm not sure I want to see Pence around again. I personally don't want to see Mike Pence in there, but he was the he was he was uh, Trump's running mate for re-election. So it, it would it would ha- it would have to be the same people that ran originally. And yeah, I mean, what what happens to all those executive orders that 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 Biden wrote? They would be completely destroyed. Every single one of them would be invalid and void. They would have to be. Yeah, I mean, so can this can this happen? One can only hope. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm just at this point. It's I'm just looking ahead to um. I'm looking ahead to 2024. I like the uh, I like the Santas. I like um. 
Sergio Kitchens, I like that. He's he's got some potential. I like Madison Cawthorn, but Kitchens is really good. Sergio Kitchens and also DeSantis. Um, just looking ahead to that, and then obviously the primaries in 22, but mostly um, Sergio Kitchens in 2024. 20, well, if let's also bear in mind that Trump has not made an actual decision on whether he will run in 2024 or not yet. Okay? If he decides to run in 2024, the, the voter base, the, the, his, the voter base that, that voted for him in 2020 and in 2016 are more than likely going to come out big time for Trump even more than ever before. Okay? Um, See, my only problem, now, my as only far problem as, with that, my only problem with that is that they, these people um, believe that it's going to be. I personally don't. These people believe that it's going to be um, rigged every four years. So I don't even know if they're going to have the um, the will to go out and vote because they 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 believe that they're going to get cheated like this again. And I know I've heard a lot of people talk about that and. Sergio Kitchens, he made some um, he made some interesting comments about it, but um, you know, I'm not. I, I've just heard these people saying, "What's the point of voting if they're just going to steal it every time?" And that's exactly what Sergio Kitchens was saying. But I hear that from a lot of the voters, and that's why that's why I'm just fearful for um, the GOP nominee um, in 2024, just because I'm not sure how the turnout's going to be because these people know that the system's against them, but they think that it's against them for um, for long. They think it's against them long term, so they might sit out of participating in the elections long term. That's that's my biggest fear for 2024. Well, at the, at this point, 2024 is still a long ways away. Okay, it's still a long ways off. I I think at this point it would be more prudent to. Uh, look at the at the at the midterm election coming up in 2022. Uh, first, look in that direction because look at look at the at, at the even split in the Senate. Look at what happened there. The Demo- the Democrats could not take the Senate by majority. Okay. So yeah. what you what you have, and 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 this is this is something that you know I think a lot of people are might overlook. You had you've got fifty Democrats, fifty Republicans, and an even split, with the deciding vote being the vice president, or in this case, the uh, the Campbell toe. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> nice, nice thing to call the, Kamala Harris there, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as Sergio Ketchens is concerned, um, I don't know that much about him. So, I, you know, during the course of the next day or so, as as uh, time permits uh, me to do so, between all these uh, appointments I have to deal with. Uh, I will be looking into that, into that, into Sergio Kitchens. Uh, but let me point something out. 
the, the American people that voted for Trump, both in 16 and 20, they want him to run again. They are begging him to run again. Now, if he takes on, say, either uh, DeSantis or, or Sergio Ketchens as his running mate, either way, it's a, it's a possibility. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know if him and DeSantis would run on different tickets though. Either Trump's going to run and he's going to win, or whoever he endorses is going to get the win. And that's just that's just how it is. Um, just because of the um, the power he has over the party right now, most of the party I should say, other than fucking Mitt Romney, you know, obviously, dude's a fucking asshole. Um, God. God, he, I mean, I Mitt Romney have is, is, is a fucking oh. moron. Yeah, he, he he's awful. He's awful. So is um, you know, McCain from um, from Arizona. So it's just, yeah. I mean, I, I like Kitchens. Uh, I really like it. I, and I like DeSantis as well. Um, I would like to see a DeSantis Trump ticket. Um, I think that that could be very potent. All right. Well, I have another caller from your area, from the same area code, 865, 865 area code. Good evening. Hi, how's it going? Well, it's going. How far? Yet to be determined. Perfect. Well, I just called in, and whoever also was calling in from 865, I really just wanted to piggyback off what he was saying. I, I completely agree with most of his points. I think, I think it's. Um, I just I strongly agreed with him. I, I I had what I had something I wanted to say, but he kind of said it before I could. Kind of beat you to the punch, huh? A little bit. Well, caller, let me those, ask you something. Those eighty-five people think alike. All right, caller, let me ask you a question. Real simple question. Yes, sir. Um, the in Michigan. Uh, I don't know how much of this you may have heard, but there is an attorney, Matthew DiPerno, who filed a lawsuit challenging voter fraud and electronic meddling in in the 2020 elections in his state. All right? Yes, sir. Now, according to what DiPerno is saying, uh, our state gives access to people to the qualified voter rolls. We believe that the state of Michigan has given over 32 groups access to the qualified voter roll. All right? Now, the colonel found more than 66,000 unregistered ballots were counted in nine Michigan counties. Wow. All right? Yeah. Well, I'd heard there was uncounted votes. I didn't know it was to that degree. Oh, I was surprised by this myself. I really was when I when I saw when I read this article initially uh, before tonight's broadcast. I looked at this and I'm like, okay, somebody really needs to do something, you know? Because I yeah, hope cause, I mean, I'm, I'm really hoping that this lawsuit takes uh, takes a, you know, he's able to win this. But according yeah, to Rasmussen, I mean, if that happens in Michigan, who I mean, you know, where else may it have happened? Exactly, exactly. Where else did it happen? 
Um, in Arizona, the Republicans are, are going to be able to get an audit of the votes uh, in the state of Arizona. So if, if their audit shows that it was more Trump than Biden, oh boy. Now, according what, what to what happen at that point? See, now that's, the, that's the big question, caller. That's the big question. If, in fact, many of these states do their forensic analysis of the Dominion systems, they, 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 they go through the voter rolls, and they, if they find that votes were actually switched from Trump to Biden, the question becomes, what happens with the current so-called administration? Can they yeah. be forced to step down? And unfortunately, Pence is a rhino, okay? Uh, but he was, he was Trump's running mate in the 2020 election. So it becomes the big question, do they actually get to take back the White House? How, and how would, they, how would that even come about? Because, again, that's, Biden yeah, and, so and Kamala were, were sworn in. Yeah. So, at, I mean, at that point, they could, of course, I mean, they, they would have no reason to say anything besides the fact that they had nothing to do with it. And at that point, you can blame it on whoever. And, and if, I mean, if they claim to have nothing to do with it and there's no evidence that they did, then you can't reverse the roles, can you? I mean, you can't change anything because at that point, it, it just looks like something, someone or something was helping them, not that they were doing it to help themselves. But at the same time, too, we have to we have to be realistic. Uh, if if these if, if votes were changed, if unregistered, as it says here, okay, if unregistered, sixty six thousand unregistered in in Michigan, in nine were counted in nine Michigan counties, okay. Imagine what happened in other states, in some of the yeah. other key swing states. It could have been so, even worse. Exactly. It could have been far worse. All right? Now, according to, to this, and I didn't mention this earlier because I, I didn't notice it until just now, but according to Rasmussen Reports on Twitter, uh, 2020 election integrity, Michigan, court-approved county forensic audit. Okay? And it goes mm-hmm. on to say here, Michigan elections forensics report says 66,194 unregistered ballots tallied. That's insane. That is. That, that's, that's, that's insane. And, and, this, and that's huge. For that At that to come point, out. that's not something that you can easily cover up. That has to be something big. I mean, that's not something that can accidentally happen. That's someone with enough power who's able to put that into place. Now, according to DiPerno, he cited a report by a group called Cyber Ninjas who found Dominion voting machines in Entrum County provided unauthorized access to third parties, okay, allowing vote tallies to be changed in real time. Now, according to this, uh, according to, to DiPerno, this could be direct evidence of votes being switched from President Trump to Biden by foreign countries 
and Democrat mm-hmm. operatives in Washington. Wow. It it, it it gets even it gets at, even deeper. At that point, additional if it's being evidence from Trump. Then would would that not be justifiable reason to put him back? If it was being switched from him, not that yeah, they were only because, uncounted again, that, but being that, switched. That's that's voter that's vote, that's election fraud. Which which by rights should invalidate any any votes that Biden got. Under fraudulent means. Yeah. Now, according to this, additional evidence by Allied Security Operations Group cited in the lawsuit, they found that Dominion machines in Michigan were designed to create systemic fraud and change election outcomes. So designed to do that? Yep. Wow. That's what Allied Security Operations Group found. They all have the same vulnerabilities uh, that that, uh, DiPerno said they found. They have the same back doors that, that we found, according to DiPerno. They're designed intentionally to allow for this type of problem. There's no reason you couldn't create or design a system that is secure. And he's right. There, there is a way to design a system that's secure. Take any ability externally to plug in a Wi-Fi, uh, a Wi-Fi device. Okay, I have not mm-hmm. one but two USB Wi-Fi dongles, which would allow me to take a computer that doesn't have a Wi-Fi set up on on on, on its uh, on its card. Where I can just where I would only be able to hardwire it, I could take that that USB Wi-Fi device, plug it into a USB port, and be able to access wireless act. I would have then wireless access to the internet. Wow. Okay. So what the, mm-hmm. what these machines, if these machines have even so much as one USB port on the outside of the machine, that needs to be taken off. Yeah, Have for sure. absolutely zero external access of any kind for, for a USB device to be used. Now, personally, I, I've said this from the onset. I don't trust these, new, these voting machines. I never have. Now, I'm an old-fashioned kind of voter. I, I started voting... Back in the days of the old clunker machines, where you took that big handle and you pulled that some bitch over to close the curtain behind you, and you had these nice toggle switches where you pick your candidate, and it punched the voting, it punched your vote in. There were no, there was no internet access, no computers hooked up to it, nothing like that. It was just an, a, a, a simple voting machine. But we had to be modernized. No. So I have, a, I have a question for you real quick. So let's say, let's say um, that these votes are 
are all counted fraudulent. And at that point, Biden is taken out of office. Who who would you like if if for some reason Trump was not able to be that next candidate or, or like a front runner or something like that? Who would you who would you want? I've seen a lot of people in the 865, like in my town, um, Sergio Kitchens. They've been talking about him a lot. I've heard his name a ton. Um, but, like, I was just wondering what, who you think um, well, would be a good A lot of folks person. are talking DeSantis. Uh, there's a lot of folks that are talking about DeSantis because look what he's done with Florida. Okay? Look what he's been able to do with the state of Florida. Okay? Able to open it back up. Literally open it back up. Yeah, know? completely. And, and, and the people of the state of Florida are very happy about it. Oh, I'm sure. And <laughs> the numbers for this coronavirus business have not spiked in the state of Florida. So, he's, so apparently his health department for the state of Florida is right on top of things. And he's following the science. Like the Democrats keep you know, preaching to us all. Follow the science. Follow the science. Yeah, I got something for you to follow, Democrats. Uh, <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen DeSantis. <laughs> yes, I will. I, hey, listen. On this show, I, I definitely tell it like it is. Uh, and if nobody likes it, too bad. They'll get over it. For sure. I have, have another seen, Have you seen area code at all? Uh, say again. Have you seen DeSantis back Sergio at all? I saw something that that DeSantis said he would uh, approve of Sergio Kitchens in, in government. I I haven't really seen anything about that, so I I can't really say for certain. Um, you should look him up. He's uh, I, I I've, I've say heard this. a lot of good things about him. Sergio it's Kitchens. A, it's a, it's a toss up. I'll put it like that. It's a toss up between DeSantis and Kitchens. Again, okay. I don't know that, that much about Kitchens. I'm going to have to look look into him a little bit deeper over the next day or so. But I have a feeling that if if either man uh, were to run, I got a feeling they would give the Democrats a run for their money. For sure. I'm a big Sergio Kitchens guy. I, I, think, it, I think it'd have to be him. All right. Well, again, as I said, I've got another 865 area code caller. So 865... Um, to this to this third eight six five caller, go ahead. Uh, yeah. So I was just wondering. Uh, I uh, tuned in for the end of that little conversation there. I was wondering, how have you not heard of this Kitchens guy? Symbol. I've <laughs> I haven't heard about him. I, I've been I've been kind of busy with with other matters. Uh, unfortunately, uh, my health. Oh goodness. What happened? Uh, long story short, I had to go in the, I was in the hospital Friday night and ended up having a minor surgical procedure done on my chest. So it's, it's been a very difficult several days. So I've, you know, I have not really been following a lot of stuff the way I normally would. Ah, and even I before see. Friday, it's kind of hard to get on social media cut. when you just got your chest cut into. Hmm? Well, I'm glad you're better. I'm back at it. It's good, to, it's good to hear your voice. Well, I'm here. 
But yeah. I'm going to have to yeah. uh, take. I'm going to have to do limited, uh, limited broadcasting uh, at the very least uh, because mm. I have a lot on my plate. Yeah. This kitchen's guy, like he's just like all of his policies, pretty much. I mean, he's a he's a little bit more extreme than Trump is, but I would say they pretty much line up the same. Yeah, you're definitely gonna have to look into him. Like he's he he might just be the man. All right, well, one thing's for certain. Um, let's say that this uh, uh, Sergio Ketchens. Uh, is um, Kitchens. Kitchens. Okay. Bear kitchens, with me. Yeah, it's like one of those. It's been a, some, a long day. Some dinner out of the kitchen. Yeah. So if Sergio Kitchens is um, is in fact someone to you know that 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 not just where he is uh, is being looked at, but if other if, if folks around the around the country hear about them and they know more about them and they start finding more about them. Here's what I would like to see. If Donald Trump decides not to run in 2024, okay, let me put this out there. If he decides not to, a DeSantis Kitchens ticket or or the other way around, a Kitchens DeSantis ticket in 2024. Oh, my goodness. Just the thought of that. Yeah, we, we popularity to... in, in 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 politics is 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 very difficult sometimes to come by. Trump still has a major chunk of the Republican Party backing him. Like and what I mean when I say a major up. chunk, that's that's a margin of error plus or minus three percent. Okay. Whoa. Trust me when I say that is that kind of that kind of popularity among registered voters is yeah. unheard of. Yeah. It was that, unheard that, of that, that, when, that he, definitely when he was like banned that. in 2016. Do what? He, and, 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 he's, and he don't pull any punches, as we are all very well no, aware. Lord, no. Lord, no. Oh, my goodness. He does not pull any punches. There's no way. You ain't getting shit past that guy. Guys, I got to move it along here. So uh, to the 865 uh, callers, thank you for, for joining me. And yeah, man. Uh, keep tuning in. Hey, don't forget it. Huh? You have a good night. Kitchen's 24. <laughs> All right, dude. Have a good night. All right. Now then, let's, uh, wow. Kind of lost my train of thought just now. Okay. That's really cool. All right. Um, As many of you probably heard by now, uh, there has been, uh, rioting going on and, and unrest in uh, the Twin Cities. Uh, a state of emergency has been declared. Curfew has been in, has been enacted uh, in the Twin Cities. Um, 
it once again it's it's um it's chaos like it was last year the mayors of Minneapolis and St. Paul Minnesota have declared states of emergency and enacted curfews after violent riots overnight now protesters took to the streets on Sunday after the death of Dante Wright who was shot and killed while trying to flee police during a traffic stop. The incident happened in Brooklyn Center, just 10 miles from where George Floyd died. Police were reportedly trying to arrest Wright for an outstanding warrant. Officials released body cam footage of the shooting, which they are characterizing as an accidental discharge. They said the firing... Uh, say again. I just said, yeah. Did you see the Did you see the video? There wasn't no action. No, I didn't. Yeah, I've seen it earlier today. The the cop that supposedly shot the guy, uh, I think it was a woman, and she mistakenly went for the gun instead of the taser. They admitted it. This is no speculation. The police chief admitted it. Okay, instead of Instead of getting the taser, the dummy, dumbass, pulls the real gun and shoots him dead. Now, if you're a cop and you don't know the fucking difference between a taser and a real gun, you need to be a dog catcher, buddy. Because you a dumbass. I carry a gun every goddamn day. And if I carry the taser, I think I know the difference. Don't you think? <laughs> Would you agree? <laughs> wow, I couldn't believe it when I seen that video. Holy shit. And then and then she says, oh my God, what did I just do? She knew it. Yeah, take that one off. <laughs> couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Well... The, the the whole bottom line is um, you know the whole bottom line I think is because I don't know to the whole story you know we're dealing with a shoot you know a shooting a shooting that that took place not far from George Floyd, where George Floyd died. So now the people are reacting in such a way uh, that, you know, they're, 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 they're demanding blood. Again. All right? So what, what, at what point... At what point do people just automatically, oh, the cops shot somebody, shot somebody right in the streets, right in the streets. Is that going to be the norm now? Where, where, where if a cop shoots somebody, whether it was a justified shooting or an accidental shooting or like what happened here? Answer me one question. At what point do we actually sit back and say, 
What's the point of doing the job or being on the job if people are going to go out rioting, looting, plundering, and pillaging and acting like fucking idiots? Peaceful protesting, that's not what's going on out there now. But... Unfortunately, nobody seems to really, uh, right? nobody, seem, nobody seems to notice that here we go again, shades of 2020. But it's happening. We've got riots in the streets, people calling for blood rather than letting the system get down to the bottom line, find out what exactly happened. Was it justified? Was it unjustified? Was it accidental? Was it intentional? So people are out there running off half-cocked, destroying businesses again, attacking innocent bystanders again, doing everything that happened in, during the summer of 2020 again because that's all they know how to fucking do. Because that's all they know how to fucking do. Or is it just my imagination? <clears throat> no, it's not your imagination. But the, the, still, the point is, the body cam, This was, they, they released the body cam. The video that I seen earlier, you go Google it. It's, on, it's, on, it's, on, it's all over the fucking place, okay? And <clears throat> she fired one shot into his side, okay, as he was speeding away. He later crashed and died or something like that, whatever. But the two other cops that were with, with this female cop, they extended like, God damn, what you shooting for? I mean, it was like surprise. So that's bullshit. If you're going to carry a gun, you better know the fucking difference between a taser gun and a fucking real gun. That's why there's. That's why they recommend to carry the taser on one side of your body and the real gun on the other, so you don't get confused. Obviously, she did. And these are supposed to be professional law enforcement. Shit, I'm not a professional law enforcement. I know the goddamn difference between a taser and a real gun. <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> well, here, here's the bottom line, okay? It's a what he said. <clears throat> the There needs to be something. That then, 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 then internal affairs has to do, be allowed to do their job. Okay, that's that's what. All right. Now, if internal affairs is not allowed to do their job, if the people rioting in the streets, busting into stores. Attacking innocent bystanders. If the if the National Guard has to be called out 
every fucking time there's a police shooting, it, it only creates more chaos. All right? And I'm sorry. But it seems to me like like people are going to are going to keep doing this shit because they can. Because the mainstream media gives them permission by calling what they do a peaceful protest. Now, is it just me, or, or am I the only one that understands the difference between a peaceful protest and acting like a bunch of fucking hooligans? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're 100% right. I mean, they're not, they're not a- acting in a peaceful manner. They're, they're, they're idiots, savages. When you go out there and start destroying things like they we've, like we've seen in the past, okay, uh, okay, uh, now you went from peaceful protesters to criminals yourself. You're no you're no better than the criminal that that guy was, or supposed to. Okay, so yeah, I'm kind of hypocritical, don't you think? <laughs> Well, I, I, I can safely say, without fear of contradiction, that the only, the only way internal affairs can do its job without any kind of um, insanity is to just turn around and say, okay, here's the deal. Imposing a curfew, great idea. Problem is, people aren't going to listen to it. Which means you're going to have to start arresting people. You're going to have to start arresting people. There's there's no other way around it. Imposing a curfew <clears throat> is fine, well and, and, and dandy, but if you're gonna, but if you're gonna be afraid to use that um, if you're gonna be afraid to you know to use. Um, to do something about it, then what's the point of even bothering? Seriously. I don't know. Is it is it just me? But when George Floyd died, we had riots in multiple states. 
And I don't know, maybe it's just me, but the same thing's happening all over again. The people aren't even waiting for the facts to, to bear out. They're just automatically jumping Oh, maybe it's just my imagination, but something there's a lot not adding up in this. <clears throat> but one thing's for certain. One thing is for certain. Something needs to be something needs to be done. I mean I'm just I, look. I know that law enforcement has a, a tough-ass fucking job. I get that. Somewhere along the line, Gunslinger, somebody's going to have to come out and say something along the lines of, and, and tell me if this, if this makes sense. If all you're, all you're going to do is break windows, destroy property, attack citizens who had nothing to do with what happened, you will be arrested and criminally charged to the fullest extent of the law, period. No ifs, ands, or buts. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you have absolutely correct. They're gonna have to, they're gonna have to start prosecuting these people. But here, 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 here lies the problem. Most of these fucking places where these riots are occurring are, guess what? Democrat mayors. What did they do last time? Sat on their ass and did nothing. When Trump, when President Trump, could said he could come in there in an hour and have it completely under control, and he could. Uh, but they refused his help. So, well, there you go again. Dumb fuck fucking Democrats. You know, if they, all you got to do is ask for the help. It would Biden, you know, Sleepy Joe, hell, he'd probably say, hey, you know, fuck you. Let him, let him ride. Yay, free speech. Yeah, all that shit. You know him. And the hoe, that is. Okay. Look, I, I have a. There is, there, there's, there's, there's something to be said. Okay, there is something to be said for uh, there's something to be said for for people, you know, that that if they see an injustice, 
and they want to protest peacefully, you know, carry signs, you know, do a little cadence, like, we want justice. We want it now. Fine. You want to go out there and carry signs and do a cadence like that? Feel free. But the second you go out there in public and you start smashing windows, destroying merchandise, stealing merchandise, and calling it reparations, and then decide, oh, that's not good enough. Now you're going to go after the people that are just walking down the street, minding their own fucking business. Now you've gone from peaceful protest to a, to a felon. And people need to be told, if that's the direction you want to go in, we've got a nice, comfortable jail cell for you to sit in. This shit that happened last year should not have happened at all. And it's happening again. It doesn't, they don't care whether it was justified or unjustified or accidental or whatever the case is. These people are out there fucking rioting, stealing, destroying whatever, because they feel empowered to do it. And you know who's doing the empowering for them? The empowerment comes from the mainstream media and the liberal left. I don't think you can tell, I don't think there's a person alive that can tell me I'm wrong. Go ahead. I mean, you're 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 right at a hundred thousand percent. Again, they have to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. But are do these Democratic mayors and all these idiots, governors, and all this shit of these particular states? Do they do they have do they have the balls to do it? They didn't last time. So what do you think? Again, what do you think they're going to do? Think they're going to throw us at? I doubt. I, I really doubt. So. You know, it's it's kind of it's kind of get it's kind of like the old city saying goes. They get what they deserve. Okay, if you're that stupid and you go out there and start tearing things down and setting shit on fire and burning your own fucking city down, well, that's, oh well, well, you get what you deserve. Maybe maybe it's a good idea not to be so fucking stupid, huh? Hmm. What a thought. Go ahead. I think I think the the reality is All right, the reality is you can either you know, you can either you know you can either be part of the solution as the saying goes or you're part of the problem. The mainstream media is part of the problem. The liberal left is part of the problem. By calling what these assholes are doing peaceful protests, they're empowering them to continue doing this kind of criminal criminal activity.
go figure. It's really that simple. All right. Let's move it along here, shall we? Running out of time here, too. Um, I'm going to say something, and I want it understood by all callers concerned. You know who you are. Talking about one candidate or one person, like this Sergio Kitchens, okay, and tying up this broadcast with just that person is never going to happen again, okay? Mentioned once, done. I only have two hours a night to work with right now. And I do not appreciate being tied down to to one discussion for too long. I've done it in the past because I'm the host of the show. I have every right to, if I feel it's important enough to. But let's bear in mind, tying me down, I've got other stories I wanted to get to, and I never got a chance to get to any of them. So I'm going to have to go into overtime just to get to these because I don't want to have them waiting till tomorrow because tomorrow will be too late. So here we go. For those of you listening on blog talk radio, the complete archive of this broadcast will be uploaded to blog talk radio upon completion tonight. I do that anyway, because I want to make sure everything is done proper. And you can uh, bank on that. From the masked man behind the mic. (laughs) All right. So, Mm -mm -mm. well, now we move on to to a gun story. And for that, I play a clip. Now let's see here. Uh, uh, hmm. There we go. Now, according to according to the headline, constitutional carry laws prove increasingly popular in states. Hmm. This comes from One America News. There we go. Oh, wait a minute. Might help if I did that. Did that. And now we play that. And the Crime Prevention Research Center says Iowa's approval of a constitutional carry law is in the latest in a rush by states to roll back Second Amendment restrictions. 
One America's John Hines has more from Washington. Dr. Lott, in your capacity as president of the Crime Prevention Research Center, uh, I wanted to ask you about this. Iowa has been the latest state to allow people to carry a gun into public places such as grocery stores and shopping malls without prior safety training or a permit in what is generally known as constitutional carry. I guess this goes into effect on uh, in July. Uh, what do you make of this, sir? Well, it's part of a growing trend. Uh, Iowa's the 19th state. But uh, very soon, Tennessee is going to be joining them. Uh, the House and Senate in Tennessee's already passed the bill, and it's the governor's bill. And he's already said that he's going to sign it. So there'll be 20 states, and you're going to be able to go and walk all the way from West Virginia to Idaho and from uh, Arizona up to Montana, being able to carry without having to have a permit. There are two major changes that this has over the existing concealed carry laws, and that is it's going to make it possible, let's say, for a woman who's being stalked or threatened to be able to quickly obtain a gun for protection. I mean, right now in a lot of these states, it could take 60 days or more to go through the process to be able to go and get a concealed carry permit. If a woman's being stalked, making her have to wait 60 days, uh, you know, it may be too late for her to protect herself. The other big change it's going to have is the cost. So a lot of these states that could be ranged from any place from $50 on up for somebody to pay for the permit. Uh, the other costs, you know, you're easily talking about something in the $150 range or so. And if there's one thing that's very clear to me, and that is the people who benefit the most from having the option to be able to go and protect themselves are the people who are most likely victims of violent crime. So are you surprised by this concealed carry, the growing uh, the growing, I guess, popularity of um, constitutional carry. Constitutional carry, I mean, particularly with Iowa, just uh, the Iowa, gov Iowa governor just signing this legislation into law. Is, is that surprising to you, sir? Uh, well, it's been part of a trend. I mean, Iowa and Tennessee are the fourth states this year to pass it. Earlier, you had Utah and Montana. And there are serious moves in Texas and Louisiana and Nebraska that are going on. So it's quite likely that you may have one or two more other states that are going, or maybe even three states, that uh, additional laws this year. In the states across the country, as you said, uh, four states uh, so far this year, I believe you said, uh, getting ready to implement or having actually uh, signed into law uh, constitutional carry. Uh, what's going on here with the, uh, that juxtaposition of, uh, of perhaps uh, progressives and the Biden administration on the one hand and increasing popularity, this tr trend of constitutional carry on the other hand? Well, I think it's reaction to the Biden administration in part. Uh, a lot of the rules that the Biden administration is proposing are going to make it more costly for law-abiding citizens to be able to go and have guns to protect themselves and their families. And one of the reasons for the push for constitutional carry is to reduce the costs that are there, to try to offset the higher costs that the Biden administration is imposing and going to be imposing. I mean, they've been moving towards things like reinstituting Operation Choke Point, uh, which will raise the cost for gun makers uh, and gun sellers to operate uh, by denying them financial assistance from uh, banks and other financial institutions. And I think this move to constitutional carry is a, a, a partial effort on the part of the states 
to try to offset all those additional costs that the Biden administration is putting on law-abiding Americans. Dr. John Lott, president of the Crime Prevention Research Center, thank you for joining us on One American News, sir. It's good to catch up with you. Oh, thanks very much. Well, Gunslinger, you heard what uh, Mr. What Mr. Lott said. What do you say? Well, it should. Uh, I'm embarrassed that Texas is not leading the way in constitutional care. What if I fucking said all this all this time? The the, the Second Amendment is clear. It doesn't say you have to ask master for permission to carry a gun. Okay? So show me where it says it, because it's not in there. So this should have happened years ago. This should have happened, in, well, especially in Texas, all the way back when that nutcase uh, drove that pickup truck through that uh, Luby's um, cafeteria down south down here in Texas. Okay? And shot those people with point-blank range like shooting ducks in a goddamn pond, okay? Uh, <laughs> if people in there, again, would have been armed, that guy wouldn't have got three feet out of that door, with uh, that truck door, with that weapon because he would have been post-post, right? So I don't see why. In, in all the other states, and hopefully he said they, he mentioned Texas. Hopefully Texas will take the fear pretty quick. Follow suit. Just like everybody else should. Okay? Every state should have open carry, constitutional carry. That's it. Uh, what part of that don't you understand? Uh, go ahead. <laughs> well, as the Second Amendment states... As the Second Amendment states, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. But the federal government's looking to infringe to their heart's content. And I'll tell you something. I, I am I am very surprised that Texas is not leading the way on this on on this uh, constitutional carry. I truly yeah, am at a loss for words there. I mean, I'm shocked. Would think that yeah, Governor Abbott would 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 call for that? I'm just surprised he hasn't. I hope that he does. Seeing other states starting to do it. And it's becoming a popular, a very popular trend. One that should have happened a long time ago. Now, I got one more for us to look at. And this is in regards to Fauci. I've got another clip for you here. This one's about Fauci. And I like this idea. Wait till you hear this, folks. You're going to love it. 
And Congressman Thomas Massey is proposing legislation which would cut Dr. Anthony Fauci's pay to zero until he is replaced as the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Here's one America's John Hines. You are a sponsor of legislation to cut the salary of the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, better known as Dr. Fauci. Uh, I guess uh, cut this to zero until he resigns. Uh, Dr. Fauci's salary is actually $417,608 a year, which I don't think many people realize that. That apparently, I believe, as, as I understand, is uh, he's the highest paid employee in the federal government even paid yes. higher than the president. Is that correct? Yes, he is. He's the highest paid employee in the federal government. He's been around forever, and he has disqualified himself from the position that he serves in. But there's two questions that Fauci would not answer when Tom McClintock and I spoke with him on a conference call a year ago. We had a conference call with several GOP members. Were you wearing uh, some masks, sir? <laughs> well, at the time, Fauci was saying that masks didn't work, ironically, back at that point. But our questions, uh, McClintock's question was a really good one. He said, okay, I, I understand this is a dangerous virus, but what are the health effects? What's, what are the comorbidities associated with poverty? Like when people lose their jobs and their houses and, you know, their livelihoods, they're going to be poorer. They're, you know, and there's a whole rash of uh, health effects that come from that. And Dr. Fauci said, well, you're kind of right, but we're not really considering that. We're not worried about that. We're not thinking about that. That's his answer today. A year later, he doesn't care. He's got a single focus on this virus and doesn't care if people aren't getting cancer screenings, if people are having their uh, feet amputated because they didn't go see a doctor for their diabetes condition. That That is a disqualifier for him. And the other thing that I asked him back when they said just two weeks of, you know, slow the spread, I said, okay, you want to shut everything down. What are the conditions under which you will open things back up? Like, what is the specification? How close to herd immunity do we have to be? And he said, well, we really haven't thought about that yet. And here we are a year later, and he still doesn't know under what conditions he would advocate for a full opening of the government. So he has disqualified himself from his position. He needs fired. You have been, a, of course, a freak, as you say, a frequent a critic of uh, Dr. Fauci uh, and have suggested that uh, he's been lying about the efficacy of the vaccine, uh, mm -hmm. especially for those who have already been infected. Uh, talk about that a little bit, if you can. Yeah, sure. And in particular, that's the CDC who has been spreading misinformation knowingly, knowingly. So that makes it a lie if they knowingly do it. I talked to the director of the CDC in Washington, D.C. I recorded the phone call. She said I was correct. She got their top expert who said I was correct. They said they would change their website. A month later, they had not. I pressed them on it, and they changed it to something even more ambiguous. And I want to be very specific. I'm not saying that the vaccine does not work. Uh, it probably works. And if you're old and haven't had COVID, it's probably a good thing. If you're young and you've already had COVID, there is no evidence to show that you should get the vaccine. Not, in fact, the Pfizer uh, trial data and the Moderna uh, trial data, which are the biggest you know, samples that we have, showed no benefit of the vaccine to those who had already been infected and recovered. And so that's, you know, that's 100 million people right there that there's no data to say they need to get the vaccine. But the reason the CDC is lying about this 
is they assume you're too stupid to know whether you had COVID or not. And so they're, they're worried that people who haven't had COVID had a cold or the flu or strep throat and think they had COVID, and so they won't get the vaccine. So their solution to that is to treat everybody as stupid, and in their heart of hearts, they believe they're patriots when they lie to you about these things. Congressman Thomas Massey of Kentucky, thank you so much for talking to us on One American News, sir. It's great to catch up with you from, I guess, the farm. Is that the farm? We're, we're at the farm here in Kentucky. I'll be at Fort Pelosi. I'll see you there uh, next week. <laughs> Very good. Congressman Massey, good thank to you, talk sir. to you. Okay. <clears throat> you heard what, Con- what Congressman Massey said, gunslinger? Let us have your your thoughts on it. Well, you know, uh, he's a quack. Like I've always said, quack, 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 quack. He says one thing, and he turns around and says another thing. That's being a hypocrite. Okay, so he don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I don't think none of them knows, really. They they don't, none of them knows what they're talking about, okay? Because I don't care how smart the doctor thinks. The doctor... Doctors, when, they, when they're practicing medicine, practicing, that means you haven't got it perfected yet. You're still practicing, still a helper. It's like me with the, with the electrical trade. When I go in, if when I was doing electrical work, I would get a helper. That helper was practicing being electrician. I'm the full-fledged electrician because I've got plenty of experiences and all that shit. But the helper is just merely practicing to get it perfected. Same thing with the fucking medical industry. You know, they're not God. Come on, give me a break. Okay, nobody knows for sure what this shit can do. Vaccine? Well, if you're in a if you're in that category to get it older with health issues or whatever or whatever, then that may be the best step for you. Okay? I'm not saying it's not. But for other people, well, that's that's just a judgment. I carry a gun. I make a judgment call when I carry a gun. Okay? If this person is getting close to me, threatening me, that's a judgment call. What are you going to do? What, are you, what is your next move? Are you going to shoot him if he doesn't stop? So that's a judgment call. Boom. It's, it's instantaneous. It's right then, right there, reality. Same thing here. I heard today, I got a story somewhere I'll put it in the FFNO later. We can talk about it later. That the government now is, is coming out, the government scientists are coming out with a COVID-19 uh, little thing that you wear under your skin. I was wondering when that was going to come out. Okay. So you can be monitored. Oh, me. Track and trace again. Can you say... Uh, what is it, uh, 1984? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, <clears throat> uh, Cherokee Rose, watching by way of twitch.tv, said, that's right, Fauci is a fraud. Goes on to say, Fauci has made so many contradictory statements, how can we trust him? Cherokee Rose, that is one hell of a good question. I wish to God I had a good answer for you. I mean, when, 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 when the man said, and you heard Massey say this in that interview, that uh, it was last year 
Fauci said that masks don't work. And then he goes and tells people to wear masks. <laughs> then he goes and decides that's not good enough. He's he's like, well, you know what? You need to wear two masks. I have a tough enough time wearing one and being able to breathe. There are times when the, when I when I'm when I'm breathing hard from walking up a hill because I'm wearing this mask and I'm, I can't breathe. I'm sucking the mask into my into my mouth, and it's like, whoa, no, 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 we can't have this. So when I when I'm outside in, on the street, I don't put a mask on my face. The only time that mask goes on is when I go into somebody's establishment. Now I have here, and I'm going to show this on, on camera. I have here, this is, I don't know if you're going to be able to see this really or not, but this is a full, this is a face shield covering, a clear plastic covering that I can wear over my face, okay? I can't put this on, you know, right with my head with my because of my hat and everything, but you know, let me take my hat off. Let me show you something, folks. Now let's say I decide not to wear a mask per se. Now I've got this face shield that covers my entire face. Okay? And I don't have to put a mask on to wear it. And this is, and, and like Cherokee Rose just said, this is, be, yeah, better than a mask. And I take it Cherokee Rose has one, one of these also. Thanks to an employee, I'm not going to mention the person's name, but thanks to an employee of the uh, Dutchess County Transportation System, she sent me this because the drivers, you know, they were given these, and the drivers don't like them because of the glare and everything. So they, they, they just resort to wearing a regular mask. But when I'm going around, okay, like if I go to Walmart or I'm wrecking my house, folks. Yes, that's the noise you hear. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, so when I go to places like Walmart or to stop and shop to do any kind of shopping or even uh, big lots, you know, the places I go to, um, I'll wear that. But now I've got this thing that I can that goes all that goes around that that I just pull over my head. Okay. And I put this thing up around my face, like so, and I adjust it so that now it it pulls in tight. And if it's if I run it underwater and wring it out nice, it'll keep my face and my neck cool for up to two hours, like I said earlier in the broadcast. Now, the thing about this is, and 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 and, and I I can safely say this. Um. This is a lot easier to wear than a mask, and I'll tell you why. Because right now, 
it's tight on my face where I can talk and actually be understood. Whereas if I put a mask on my face, you know, it, it's a little bit tougher to understand what I'm saying because the, I'm, I'm practically eating the mask and I'm constantly having to fix it and everything else. With this, I don't have to worry about fixing it. And of course, uh, there they are. Of course, also, I can wear my eyeglasses and I don't have to worry about my eyeglasses getting fogged up. I can sit here and wear my glasses or go places and wear my glasses and be able to see where I'm going without getting fogged. And by the way, folks, I'm getting a new pair of glasses soon. Okay? I'm waiting for them to come in. And these glasses are going to have a part on them that's going to allow me to wear my glasses while I'm sitting here at the computer and be able to see things a lot clearer on the screen uh, than I do without my glasses on. So if you see me wearing glasses while I'm on the air, now you know why. And uh, I picked a halfway decent frame. So I'm going to have distance, progressive, and reading. And when I go out in the sunlight, they're going to, the, the lenses are going to turn into sunglasses. And it didn't cost me a single penny in a co- as far as copay goes. Um, thanks to my health insurance carrier, I was given a debit card with $750 on it for medical necessities. And eyeglasses were part of that necessity. So I was able to get new glasses finally after all these years. Okay? Trust me when I say, folks, um, taking care of one's health is always is always the most important thing. That includes your eyesight and your hearing. Okay? Don't neglect your health. That's that's the the one thing I've learned over the years since I've been in twelve step recovery. I don't neglect my health anymore. Well, gunslinger, we are out of time. We've gone over. And uh, before I go, I want to thank you and uh, the other callers and, of course, Cherokee Rose and Iggy Mom watching by way of uh, Twitch.tv. And, uh, of course, there are other uh, viewers on Twitch.tv as well. Uh, Commander Root, Discord for Streamers, Extra Mower, if I pronounce that wrong, I, I apologize. And Raw Rower raw, 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 that 16057. All watching by way of twitch.tv. Before I do my final thought, as always, I offer my good buddy Gunslinger an opportunity for his final thought of the evening. So Gunslinger, your final thoughts, sir. 
Well, part of my thought, my final thought, if you're sitting outside, don't get a bug down the crack of your ass. Damn it. I come out of my chair like a damn rocket. But these other idiots here, I mean, you know, it's amazing how how stupid people are. I mean, I just I just can't get it. You know, these riders, these all these other people are doing it. They're just doing it for nothing. They're doing it out of being stupid, I guess. Uh, yeah, burn your own city down. Yeah, that's real smart. So, you know, final thought is, you know, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, see what comes up. I still think the Democrats are going to fucking pull some shenanigans, just like they have. You know, birds of a feather flock together, don't they? And there's my final thought. Birds of a feather flock together. Catch you later. All right. In my final thought tonight, and I think it's uh, important to note, I started this broadcast off with, um, with the situation that I'm faced with. You know, guys, we, we take for granted, very oftentimes we take for granted uh, the fact that there are some illnesses we may not know we have until we get tested and find out we have them. I don't know. But as I said before, men can get breast cancer. It's rare, but it does happen. My advice to men and women across America is real simple. If your doctor says to you, it is imperative that you get a mammogram, get one. Because that test will tell you whether you do or don't. And let me just say for the, for, right now for the record, if after that test is taken and the results come in, if it is found that, that I do have, you better believe I'm going to be doing everything I can to, to, to fight it, to beat it. A cancer that affects more that affects women mostly than men. You know that's a pretty scary thing to think about. And yeah, I've had I've been going through an emotional ringer since Friday night, and that's normal because it, because cancer, regardless of what type it is, is a very scary thing to think about. Don't take risks with your health. Don't take chances. Get the tests you need to get. Because that test could be the catalyst to saving your life. And the way I see it is this. God didn't bring me this far in my life to drop me on my head and crack the concrete. So why would I why would I do less by not getting the test needed to be taken? I keep saying that the men in my family don't live past their 60s. On my father's side of the family, that's been very true. 3 years ago I lost my brother. He died at the age of 60. 
I'm just about two years away from 60. I'd like to see 70. Actually, I'd like to see 80, maybe even 90. But there's only one way I'm going to do that, and that's do what I need to do to safeguard my health. That's bottom line. Well, that'll do it for this Monday night edition of Firefox News Online. Again, my thanks to Gunslinger, Iggy Mom, Cherokee Rose, and all of you that tuned in tonight, either live or watching by archives. The full broadcast will be available on rumble.com slash V-S-F-N-O-I-B-N and a complete and proper version of the radio broadcast will be uploaded to Blog Talk Radio as well. So, for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer. Y'all be good if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, with the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Until tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time, on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. I'm running out of steam to say anymore. So, it's time to go, to go, to go, to go, 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 go. Hey, Gunslinger, before we do actually go, I got one, th- I got one thing more I want to say to you. I looked at the FFNO uh, chat room, on, uh, group chat on, on Facebook, and I saw a couple of things there, and there was one item there uh, that caught my eye, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quickly go to that. Uh, Facebook, please. Thank you very much. Open you. Come on, come on. Hurry up. Hurry up. I want to do this quick now. Come on, come on, come on. Open sesame. Ooh, it heard me. Now let me, I got to move something out of the way first. Now let me scroll back here a little bit. Uh, ah, here it is. And I want to show this to everybody. Uh, on the on the video platforms before we uh, depart station real fast. You're going to love this. I thought this was absolutely fantastic. This was cool. So let's see here. There we go. Take a look at this, folks. Take a look at this. I thought this was absolutely fantastic. From here on out, my firearms identify as cordless power tools. <laughs> Gunslinger, I like this. I like this. This is very cool. From here on out, my firearms identify as cordless power tools. Works for me. There's, another, note, there's another one. America. There's another, there's, there's another one real quick. Well, yeah, I don't know if I got it in there yet, but I'll look for it. But it says that my firearms are now a a punch tool. Get it? Punch tool? <laughs> I get it. I like it. Right, you, you find that, you put that sucker in there, I'll even show that tomorrow night on the broadcast. 
All right. But in the meantime, right, folks, we're out of here. Don't forget, be sure to check Facebook.com slash the FFNOIBN, MeWe.com slash Firefox News Online, or Gab.com slash Firefox News Online for the links to the, to the live broadcasts when we are on the air. And I will let you know tomorrow night after I've talked with my doctor uh, the situation for the rest of the week. Right now it's kind of 50-50. All right? And so, my friends, uh, it is time for me to say, evil to dee, evil to dee, evil to dee, evil to that's all, folks. Uh, would help immensely if I actually put the outro in. Hit the outro. Hit the outro. Okay. I didn't mean literally, but oh well. <laughs> Good night, everybody.